Om everyone. Welcome to Guruvayurappan Temple of Brampton's Prabodhana Ashtagam series of 2023. Uh, let us start with an invocation prayer. Om. 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 Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Sri Guru Venamaha Om Sri Guru Bhyom Namaha It is my privilege to introduce tonight's speaker, Swami Aparijitananda. Swami Aparijitananda Ji is in his Purvashram was an electronics and communications engineer. After working in Bangalore as a lecturer in an engineering college for five years, he resigned from the job in order to study the Indian scriptures in depth. After undergoing an intense training in Sandeepani Sadhanalaya at Mumbai for two years, Swamiji joined Chinmaya Mission as a full-time Acharya. In the year 2018, on the Mahashivaratri day, Swamiji was given Sanyasa Diksha, a very fluent speaker in English. Swamiji has conducted several discourses in different parts of the country and in reputed institutions like IIT Mumbai. The depth of his understanding along with clarity in the subject is clearly visible in all his discourses. He is also a regular contributor to various magazines and his articles are widely appreciated by all. Swamiji has served the mission centers of Karnataka in Bangalore, Mysore and Shimoga. Right now, he is serving the Mission Center at Mangalore. Welcome, Swamiji, and over to you. Sahana Vavatu Sahano Bhunaktu Sahavidyam Karevavahai Tejasvina Badhita Mastuma Vidvishavahai Om Shanti 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 Humble prostrations to one and all present here. If you can switch on the video, if possible, I would appreciate it. Then I can see some faces. So that I can see the response of people who are listening to these talks. Okay. So the topic which we are going to select, which you have selected this time is Chatushloki Bhagavatam. We all know 
Srimad Bhagavatam has got 18,000 verses. So if you are asked to put the essence of Bhagavatam in few verses, then we say Chatushloki Bhagavatam is the essence. The essence of Bhagavatam is what is Chatushloki Bhagavatam. Chatushloki means only four slokas. So in four verses, we have the essence of the entire Srimad Bhagavatam. So here, who is the teacher and who is the student? So we have Bhagavan himself as the teacher. And the first student in this Guru Parampara is Lord Brahma. So Bhagavan is the Guru and Lord Brahma is the student. So the entire essence of Vedanta, of the knowledge of the Upanishads, is given in Chatushloki Bhagavatam. So how does it start? It all starts with Brahmaji opening his eyes and he finds himself in Pralaya Jala. So he looks around and everywhere he finds water. He looks down and he finds himself seated on lotus. He is totally confused. He doesn't know who he is, where he is. And he is all alone because he is the first one who has been created. It is just the beginning of creation. So he is totally confused. He wants to know where, from where he is born. So then what he does is, he goes into that stalk of that lotus, that stem of that lotus, and goes for thousands of years. But he doesn't find the end. Finally, tired, exhausted, confused, worried, anxious, he prays. And at that time, he hears the word tapa. Tapa means perform austerity. So now we may say that what kind of story is this? But let me tell you, we are all in a way Brahmaji only. Just like Brahmaji, we are also born into a world, a complex world. We have no idea about what this world is. We have no idea about who we are, what this body is, what this mind is. So really speaking, we are also in a way Brahmaji only. Brahmaji has four heads, if you see. What are these four heads? They are nothing but the Antakarana Chatushtaya. Mind, intellect, mana, buddhi, chitta, ahankar. Mind, intellect, memory and ego. Right. And we are doing the same thing with Brahmaji has done. We are trying to find answers to very many questions. Where have I come from? Who am I? What is the purpose of life? And then we strive to find out these answers. And just like Brahmaji, we become totally confused without any guidance. We enter deep into space. We enter deep into atom. We enter deep into ourselves. Then more and more we do research into this outer world, the more and more we become confused. The proof of confusion is the famous Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. 
everything is uncertain i don't know uncertain means what nothing is certain nothing is certain means what i don't know confusion is a result of all our research and development the more and more we do research the more and more questions increase so this is exactly what brahma ji also experiences but finally he surrenders and then he gets the guidance tapa perform tapas withdraw yourself into within go within and then he does it is said 1000 divine years he does tapas and then it is said he sees bhagwan and bhagwan takes him to vaikuntha and there the discussion happens in the same way what is the tapas in this modern age the tapas is living a righteous life when a person is performing his duties in a dharmic way without you know becoming immoral illegal etc a life of straightforwardness now this itself is a great tapas living a clean life so then what happens such a person who is doing this kind of tapas holding on to the truth not deviating from the higher values of life this itself is the tapas then what happens is that person there is a cosmic law that law is this person is guided towards spiritual knowledge something happens he is exposed towards the knowledge of the scriptures this is the law of this cosmos anyone who is walking the path of truth he is doing a great austerity and the result of this austerity is that he is taken towards the spiritual path so in the same way in life of brahma ji also same thing happens bhagwan himself comes guides him and now there is a discussion so then bhagwan says brahma my dear son you are the one who is going to create the next srishti has to come from you you have this great responsibility in front of you but in order to fulfill this responsibility you need something and what is that you need the right understanding understanding about yourself understanding about this world jeeva jagat ishvara you must have the understanding of these three things you are going to perform this duty of creation now my dear son when you perform this duty you will be faced with two big difficulties what are the difficulties number 1 ahankara and number 2 mamakara the very dangerous two things in life while performing duties ahankara means what the feeling that i am doing it and mamakara means what after creation you will say this creation is mine ahankara and mamakara and these two things are the ones which bind a person to this samsara leading to repeated birth death cycle so therefore you have to be very careful about this action is a double edged weapon it can purify and liberate you if you perform action in the right spirit it can bind you to this world if it is performed with wrong attitude so therefore my dear son you need this knowledge 
दिस नॉलेज इज वॉट इज कॉल्ड एज चतुश्लोकी भागवतम नो द क्वेश्चन इज वाई इज दिस नॉलेज यूजफुल फॉर एस दिस नॉलेज इज यूजफुल फॉर एस बिकॉज वी आर ऑल्सो फेसिंग द सेम प्रॉब्लम वेन वी आर बॉर्न इन टू दिस वर्ल्ड वी ऑल्सो हैव ड्यूटीज फैमिली ड्यूटीज प्रोफेशनल ड्यूटीज एक्सेट्रा एंड वाइल परफॉर्मिंग द ड्यूटी वी आर ऑल्सो हैविंग दीज टू प्रॉब्लम वॉट आर द टू प्रॉब्लम अहंकार एंड ममकार डेंजरस थिंग्स इफ वी परफॉर्म अवर ड्यूटीज विद दिस ego and egocentric desires then what happens is these duties will in turn bind us in bhagavad gita bhagwan says yatnyarthat karmano nyatra lokoyam karma bandhanah if actions are performed without yatnya spirit then these actions will bind us so now we have this chatushloki bhagavatam this comes in the second canto of bhagavatam so these are the four verses so one by one we will see this verse so the first verse ahamevasamevagre nanyat yat sadasatparam paschadaham yadetach yo vashishyeta sosmyaham so this is the first verse in the chatushloki bhagavatam what is the first one bhagwan says अग्रे अहम एव आसम इन द बिगिनिंग ऑफ क्रिएशन आई एलोन वास अग्रे अहम एव आसम देन न अन्यत नथिंग एल्स वॉज देर इन द बिगिनिंग ऑफ द क्रिएशन नथिंग एल्स वॉज देर आई एलोन वॉज देर न अन्यत देन पश्चात वंस द क्रिएशन began etat yat whatever is seen tat aham after creation now the creation is there even during creation i alone am and then after creation is over during pralaya what is the condition yah avashishyeta sah aham asmi after creation after we can say pralaya when the whole world is dissolved what remains i alone remain this is the first shloka so before creation i alone was during creation i alone am and after creation meaning after pralaya i alone will be this is the first verse so what is the essence of this verse the essence is i alone am the reality not the world but then bhagwan world is seen and you are not seen what is our experience in this world bhagwan says i alone exist but what is our experience we don't see bhagwan we see only creation so then comes the second verse what does bhagwan say rutertham yat प्रतीयेत न प्रतीयेत चात्मनी तद्विद्यात्मनो माया यथा भासो यथा तम भगवान से तद्विद्यात् आत्मन मायाम 
it is because of the power of my maya that this has happened what has happened that world is seen god is not seen the first verse says god alone is real and the world is an illusion but why is it that god is not seen and only world is seen so bhagwan says it is because of the power of my maya what does this maya do so that explanation is given in the second verse what does bhagwan say rutertham yat pratiyeta what does this maya do this maya does two things number one it projects what is not there it projects what is not there and it hides what is there rute artham that which is not there pratiyeta it projects na pratiyeta cha atmani actually what exists is only atma the self the consciousness but na pratiyeta it hides so in technical language we say maya has got two powers what are they avarana and vikshepa avarana means what covering what is there that is avarana wheeling power and vikshepa what is vikshepa projecting power so that which is there it hides that which is not there it projects right rutertham yat pratiyeta na pratiyeta cha atmani tad vidyat atmano mayam so here two examples are given yatha abhasah just like reflection how does maya project what is not there it is something like reflection seen in a mirror so you see so many things inside the mirror but do they exist they don't exist but it appears as though it is there yatha abhasah and for the second one yatha tamah like darkness what does this darkness do what is there it covers so in the darkness you don't see things which are present isn't it this is what maya does what is there it covers what is not there it projects now bhagwan gives an example so the this is the power of maya and now the question is how to come out of this maya so this video is also doing something called maya only what is there it is not showing <laughs> what is not there it is showing <laughs> so when we are discussing about maya okay i hope the video becomes stable there is some problem somewhere you don't know what it is so now how to come out of this maya so that is the third verse how to come out of this bhagwan's maya so bhagwan says yatha mahanti bhutani bhuteshu chavacheshvanu pravishtanya praveshtani tathateshu nateshvaham 
this is the third verse now bhagwan gives a beautiful example he says what actually is this covering we have to understand what is this covering actually so one example is given yatha mahanti bhutani just like the great five elements what are the great five elements akasha vayu agni jala prithvi akasha space vayu air agni fire jala water prithvi earth these five great elements uchcha avacheshu bhuteshu in all beings high or low small or big pravishtani anupravishtani just like all these five elements have entered into all beings the physical body of all beings are made of five elements so therefore we can say the five elements have entered into these beings right anupravishtani but na pravishtani but actually it has not entered <laughs> what does it mean see before the bodies came into existence five elements alone were there even when the body is existing five elements alone are there and once the bodies die five elements alone will be there yes or no in the past only five elements in the present only five elements in the future also only five elements this is the truth then what is this body this body is only an illusion an illusion of name and form what is this body it is only a form it has no essence no reality the reality is five elements only isn't it what happens to us then we completely forget the reality and we get totally attached to this form the physical form and there is ragadvesha this particular person i like that particular person i don't like all my vyavahara my transaction is based on this illusory name and form i completely forget the essence the essence is nothing but five elements yes or no this is called covering so what is actually covering i shift my attention to the name and form the illusory name and form and i completely ignore i completely forget the reality which is five elements what is the reality five elements alone are the reality right this is the mistake i make so when i get completely carried away by the names and forms then we say we are trapped in maya forgetting the reality so these five elements anupravishtani na pravishtani these five elements have entered into the bodies in one way we can say this but from the highest standpoint what is the truth these five elements have not entered into the body means what these bodies actually don't even exist they are just an illusion they are just a form minus five elements the forms cannot exist 
just like minus water the waves cannot exist there is nothing called wave what is there is only water isn't it but we get carried away by the bodies now just see our transaction in our day to day life where are, where is our attention when we are dealing with people our attention is not on the five elements our attention is upon that form that name that person isn't it a particular person becomes dear to us another person becomes a stranger to us actually they are all nothing but five elements bhagwan says this is what is called as covering covering is not that you know some plastic thing you take and cover it no that is not covering getting carried away by the illusions of life that is called as covering to such an extent that reality is forgotten so now in the same way bhagwan says in the same way tatha teshu aham pravishtah na pravishtah so what is the reality this consciousness alone is a reality this world which is projected it is an illusion realities is aham this i in us this atma in us the self in us the consciousness in us so what is the reality consciousness is the reality upon this consciousness this world is only projected right how do we know that this atma this consciousness is the substratum the reality and not the world how do we know just observe our experience where do we see the world the world is seen in the mind it is in the mind that we see the world and what is mind mind is nothing but flow of thoughts so the world is seen in our thoughts so what does it mean world has no separate existence other than our mind when the mind is world is when the mind is not world is not these are all some of the fundamental you know statements of vedanta so the world is seen in the mind where do we see this mind these thoughts we see it in our consciousness in our awareness we become aware of thoughts so all these thoughts are in consciousness just like waves are in ocean in water so therefore we say the whole world is in consciousness alone therefore we say the essence of this world is nothing but consciousness so what is the reality consciousness is the reality this is what bhagwan is trying to say but what happens to us we get so carried away by the happenings of the world that we completely forget about the self in us the i in us the consciousness in us we get so carried away by the glitz and glamour of the world that this light of consciousness which is the reality is completely forgotten something like you know light is there and so many things are happening we get so carried away by the happenings that we forget that there is a light in the presence of which things are seen this is the mistake which bhagwan is saying so 
Their mom, my dear son, never forget the reality. What is the reality? This aham in you, this I in you, this consciousness in you is the reality. Don't forget this. This is Bhagwan Himself. This consciousness in us. Never forget this. Right. So how should we live our life? So comes the next verse, the fourth one. Etavadevajitnyasyam tattvajitnyasunatmanah anvayavyatirekabhyam yatsyat sarvatra sarvada. Bhagavan says, Atmanah tattvajitnyasuna. Those who are tattvajitnyasus, those who are seekers of truth, seekers of self-knowledge, what they should do? Jitnyasyam etavat eva. This is all they need to know. The seekers of truth, the seekers of self-knowledge, this is all what they have to know. What is that they have to know? Sarvatra sarvada yatsyat tadeva atma. That which is there all the time, that which is there everywhere, this is nothing but Atma, the Self, the I in you. This he has to know. And how he should know? Anvaya Vyatireka He should do Anvaya and Vyatireka. This is the technique. Anvaya means presence, Vyatireka means absence. Presence, absence technique. What is this technique? How do you know what is real and what is unreal? So the technique is this. In the presence of entity A, entity B exists. Statement number one. When entity A exists, entity B exists. This is called as anvaya, presence. Number two. Statement number two. When entity A is not there, B is also not there. This is called as Vetireka. Statement number three. When entity B is not there, entity A is still there. If this statement holds good, then we say entity A is real, entity B is unreal. Did you get it? We'll give an example. Same example can be used. Five elements. When the five elements are there, body is there. Statement number one. When the five elements are not there, body is not there. Number three. When the body is not there, five elements are still there. Therefore, we can say five elements are the reality. Body is only an illusion. Right. Example number two. When water is there, wave is there. When water is not there, wave is not there. When wave is not there, still the water is there. Therefore, water is a reality, wave is an illusion. You can multiply examples. When gold is there, ornaments are there. When gold is not there, ornaments are not there. Even when ornaments are not there, gold is still there. Therefore, gold is real. Ornaments are unreal. Ornaments are nothing but names and forms. In the same way, consciousness is ever there. You see, 
when consciousness is there world is there when consciousness is not there world is not there and even when the world is not there consciousness is still there this is the case of samadhi the ultimate state where only consciousness is there nothing else is there so therefore we say consciousness is real in the waking state also consciousness is there please understand consciousness is not a by product of the mind in medical terms this is how we define consciousness is a product of the mind in spiritual terms consciousness has nothing to do with the mind in fact mind is conscious because of consciousness so this understanding has to be there consciousness is an independent reality the consciousness experience in the mind is only a borrowed property borrowed from consciousness whether mind is there or not consciousness is ever there so in the waking state also consciousness is there in the dream state also consciousness is there in the deep sleep also consciousness is there because of which in deep sleep state we say i was aware of nothing that awareness of nothing has come because of consciousness alone so sarvatra sarvada consciousness is there so therefore we say consciousness alone is real this is what bhagwan says before creation also i alone was during creation also i alone am after creation also after dissolution after pralaya also i alone will be therefore i alone am the truth so when bhagwan is saying i i i which i should be understand the i in each one of us don't 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 say that some bhagwan somewhere said i i i no the i in us in each one of us this aham which we experience every moment in its purest form this aham is none other than bhagwan alone this way we have to understand so for the knower of the truth the seeker of the truth this alone he has to know what he has to know that this aham is the ultimate reality in this world the whole world is projected upon this reality the world has no independent existence it exists upon this aham this i and this i in us is none other than god himself so do don't have to search for god somewhere outside he is right there as the very aham in us as the very i in us right when we don't have this knowledge what do we think we think that we are in the world what does vedanta say you are not in the world world is in you you see we think i am a perishable entity somewhere i was born someday i will die what does vedanta say you are birthless you are deathless the world will come and go but you as consciousness will remain ever you are immortal infinite blissful sachidananda swarupa you are so with this knowledge we must perform our duties so this is the way we have to perform our duties holding on to this real we have to do our duties in the realm of this unreal world so then bhagwan says what does he say so this is the upadesha so four verses are over the advice is over the in fact the knowledge part is over and finally bhagwan says etanmatam samatishtha parameṇa samādhina bhavān kalpa vikalpeṣu 
न विमुख्यति कर्चित एतन्मतम समातिष्ट ओ ब्रह्म समातिष्ट प्राक्टीस एतत्मतम दिस नॉलेज यू प्राक्टीस परमेण समाधिना इन योर मेडिटेशन दिस इज द हाईएस्ट मेडिटेशन परम समाधि इट इज दिस इज द हाईएस्ट मेडिटेशन पॉसिबल व्हाट इज दिस मेडिटेशन मेडिटेटिंग अपॉन द सेल्फ दैट दिस सेल्फ इटसेल्फ इज गॉड द हाईएस्ट द ग्रेटेस्ट ट्रुथ द ओनली ट्रुथ दिस इज द ग्रेटेस्ट मेडिटेशन सो द सीट ऑफ मेडिटेशन शिफ्ट योर अटेंशन टू दिस कॉन्शियसनेस knowing the glory of this consciousness as the ultimate truth knowing the value of it loving it with the mind love it with the intellect value it consider this meditation as the highest meditation identify yourself with this consciousness the ultimate truth this you practice completely identify with it let the mind and intellect get absorbed in this great reality then what will happen bhavan kalpa vikalpeshu in this creation and dissolution process while performing your duty navimukhyati karhichita you will never get bound you will never get deluded so on one side you will be able to perform your duty on the other side ahankara will never come mamakara will never come so you will be performing your duties and at the same time these duties in turn will liberate you also from this birth death cycle right this is what you must do so this is not only an advice relevant for brahma ji this is also an advice relevant for all of us so while performing our duties what are the two great dangers ahankara and mamakara when i do something a feeling comes i did it so then we have to say no 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 in fact i don't even exist jeevatma doesn't even exist what exists is only paramatma paramatma alone exists it is an illusion to feel that i exist so what exist is not me what exist is bhagwan because what exist is consciousness alone i misunderstand the existence of pure consciousness as my existence so ahankara is gone and all this whatever is there in the world in fact the ability to perform all duties the talents the strength ability etc everything has come from lord alone so after creation also mamakara never comes mamakara means what whatever has been created whatever has been achieved it is because of me my ability that also doesn't come so we are saved from ahankara mamakara to give a practical example we are all here in this world we have our roles in life this is a what you call cosmic drama that is happening and every one of us we have certain roles so how should we play our role we should play our role beautifully well but never forgetting our true identity now this is a drama which is going on you know in this 
cosmic drama we all have our role now in the drama when we play our part there is a role in the drama but there is something called our true identity isn't it just like a drama there is a role on the stage we have a role but that role is not me i am somebody different there is an identity which i have so in the drama i can play the role well only when i never forget my identity i am playing the role externally but i know that i am not the role which i play never forgetting this identity when we play the role then that role will not delude us the same thing we have to do here also we have certain roles to play in this world as father mother husband wife children parents officer employer employee so many roles are there play the role but never forget the truth what is the truth i am not this role i am somebody different i am the pure consciousness so bhagwan says if this way holding on to the real and playing in the realms of the unreal holding on to the permanent in you and playing your role in the field of the impermanent if this way if we can live our life then our duties our responsibilities our actions will not bind us so this is the message of chatur shloki bhagavata right so what is the first verse i alone was i alone am i alone will be and who am i sat asat param bhagwan says i am something which is beyond cause effect the world is nothing but cause and effect i am something beyond cause and effect just like the screen so many things are happening in the movie screen in the movie but these happenings are not affecting the screen so bhagwan is like that screen happenings are like the world so i alone was i alone am i alone will be realities i alone am upon me maya projects the world what is the power of the world oh i mean what is the power of maya avarana shakti vikshepa shakti it covers what is there it projects what is not there this is the power of maya so when we get carried away by the happenings of the world and we completely forget our essence the substratum the consciousness then we say we have been fallen in maya when the glitz and glamour the attractions of the world takes our attention from the self to the non self to the world then we say we are affected by maya how to come out shift your attention from what you are not to what you are shift your attention to the self in you the consciousness in you firmly practice this abide in it then we will never be affected by maya so now this talk is over i find so many questions so arjun ji one by one we will enter into questions now as much as possible yes swami so um so the first question is uh, understanding all of this knowledge um how does one transform all of this knowledge into the daily life understanding this knowledge okay one minute 
hmm? how to practice in daily life so in very simple terms our saints and sages have said this always remember god that remembering god is nothing but abiding in the self hmm? one is a language of devotion the other is a language of knowledge actually both are one and the same perform your duties remembering god this is the way we have to apply it in our daily life whatever you do never forget that life is a gift from god our abilities and talents are a gift from god never forget that you know without god i am nothing this is the thing just like ornaments have no existence without gold just like waves have no existence without water just like bodies have no existence without the five elements in the same way i have no existence without god never forget this and then play your part in this worldly drama uh, i think swamji the next question can be a part of the first question as well so the question is how to surrender to the universe you don't have to surrender to universe you have to surrender unto god <laughs> and surrender unto god happens when you understand what is god who is god right surrender surrender will not just happen surrender happens only with right understanding who is god when you come to know that this consciousness is everything without which i am nothing then surrender automatically happens um the next question is uh, in the corporate world evaluations and performance are based on individuals so if it is the same aham in all of us then what is really the difference between all of these individuals then what is the difference that is being pointed out in all of these individuals see what is common in all of us consciousness is common in all of us and what is different our bodies are different minds are different intellect is different what is common thing consciousness is the same just like these ornaments the names are different forms are different but the essence is the same so this you know what happens when you have this vision of oneness you cannot hate anyone just imagine a person who has understood himself as consciousness what will he see in others in the corporate world also what will you see in others if you are you have trained your mind to see consciousness in yourself you will automatically see consciousness in others also if you had if you see yourself as the body you will see others also as the body that is a vision of ignorance what is vision of knowledge knowing oneself as consciousness and when you know yourself as consciousness you see others also as consciousness then what happens the natural thing that happens is you have love and compassion for everyone you can't hate yourself hating yourself is impossible you only love yourself now when you see others also as consciousness you cannot but love others and all the values that we have honesty straightforwardness compassion forgiveness cooperation everything comes from values these values are born out of this vision of oneness and the vision of oneness is born out of this right knowledge so corporate world is there but in your mind there is no competition you are doing your best and you know that a lord is there who is taking care of the whole world 
So I need not compete with anyone. Right? There is a Lord who is taking care of all of us. So there is no competition in your mind. Because you are not seeing differences. You are seeing that one thing. Swamiji, the next question is uh, how to understand consciousness in simple language? There is only one way to understand consciousness, purify your mind. An impure mind can never understand consciousness. An impure mind will be a cluttered mind. So what is the way to understand consciousness? Purify your mind. What is the way to purify the mind? Be straightforward in all your dealings. Be clean. Follow the path of truth. Have devotion for God. So, in our scriptures, they say, following the path of karma yoga, converting your actions as a worship of the Lord, doing only noble actions as a worship of the Lord. When you do, the mind becomes purer and purer. And in such a pure mind, you experience the presence of consciousness. Just like on a piece of stone, you don't see the sun. But on a piece of mirror, you clearly see the sun. Sunlight is the same. What is the difference? One surface is highly polished. The other surface is unpolished. In the same way, an impure mind can never experience consciousness. A pure mind clearly experiences consciousness. So how to experience consciousness? Purify the mind is the way. I think uh, we can take one more last question. Um, so what is the difference between rag and dvesha and if it is very difficult to get away with it it is very difficult to get away with uh, rag dvesha yeah ha see why is there rag dvesha you are ignoring the reality you are getting carried away by names and forms small children fight you know the sugar sugar coated one you know the sugar thing uh, during festivals etc they give this you know so one form actually they are all sh sugar uh, what you call <laughs> uh, that crystals hmm? so one has this form of a lion the other has a form of an elephant so children fight i want elephant i want lion no no see actually they are all sugar crystals only in that form they are all sugar but children fight. But the parents know that this fight is useless because they are caught up in this illusory name and form. Isn't it? The same thing is here also. The essence is consciousness. When you forget this consciousness and get carried away by these names and form, then there is Ragadvesha. I like this person. That person, what is the essence of that person? He's consciousness alone. Bhagavan alone. Bhagavan alone, he's residing in his heart. So when I forget this reality, when I ignore this reality that everybody is none other than God alone, essence is Bhagavan alone, when I get carried away by the actions of that person, the behavior of that person, then there is Ragadvesha. So what is the solution to overcome Ragadvesha? Train the mind to see the essence in others. But how can I see the essence in others? See the essence in yourself. Know yourself as not the body, not the mind. I am consciousness. That's why Bhagavan says, Etan matam samatishta paramena samadhina. This is the practice. In you, try to see God. Unless you can see God in yourself, how can you see God in others? 
so first step is not seeing god in others first step is seeing god in yourself when you understand that your essence is nothing but divine then naturally you start seeing others also as divine so this is the first step meditate realize your true nature know yourself this is the way sanjeev we have received one more question so if the world is a reflection of consciousness does it mean that after dissolution the world is still there in consciousness after the reflecting medium is gone see pralaya is something like sleep what happens in sleep all your vasanas your samskaras your ragadosh everything is there but in a dormant form unmanifest form and once the sleep is over they are all projected so in a seed form everything is there even in pralaya also everything is there in the seed form unmanifest form dormant form nothing is destroyed and when the next srishti comes for from where does the what you call material come for the next srishti the material is these unmanifest vasanas tendencies etc so in pralaya also nothing is lost everything is only stored and kept in its unmanifest form this is what happens um i think that's uh, it for the questions swami ji would you like to conclude with a prayer okay so i sincerely invoke the grace of the lord and the blessings of pooja gurudev may we all understand this knowledge value this knowledge and firmly abide in this knowledge sincere prayers to one and all om sarve bhavantu sukhinah sarve santu niramayah sarve bhadrani pasyantu ma kashchid dukha bhag bhavet asatoma sadgamaya tamasoma jyotirgamaya mrityorma amritam gamaya ओम शांति 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 हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम थैंक यू स्वामी जी